And if you can find something that outlives you, then there's no end game in mind. Then there is only infinite gameplay. Then there is only doing the process over and over again. And you can fall in love with doing that process, which makes it very easy to keep getting up. If you just fall in love with doing the process, even when it doesn't go to plan, you're like, okay, well, that was just another date. I, I love doing this and I love seeing the results and I love finding the failures and, and continuing on. So let's find another one. Let's find another one. Let's find another one. And you keep going and looking for ways to improve and grow and continue the process. And if you can do this, you have your intrinsic motivation, you have infinite style gameplay, you have your why, you have a lot of motivation and you have a lot of determination. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake, and it's a lovely Tuesday morning, but I tell you what, I am finding some gratitude for my healthy body because a couple of days ago, two nights ago, I um, I woke up with a really, really sore back. I don't know why. So it must have been muscular. Um, and then last night, it kind of progressed to get worse, and I have never had a more uncomfortable sleep. Could not find a position where my back didn't hurt. Um, and so with that um, not so pleasant experience, today I'm definitely sh sharing some gratitude for having a healthy body. Most of the time I am completely free of injuries apart from maybe a couple of footy injuries in the past and a couple of sport injuries here and there, but most of the time I have a um, very healthy body and you take it for granted. You definitely do. So this last couple of days has definitely opened my eyes to um, how grateful I need to be for the health of my able body um, to move freely without pain and issues. So anyone with ongoing issues, I, I definitely empathize. I feel like I'm starting to become older and older, complaining about aches and pains and joints and creaks, but thus is life. And uh, yeah, today I'm just sharing some gratitude a healthy body when it's here because not having full movement, um, especially with, you know, a 10 month old son who wants to be picked up, who wants to be played with, you know, I was really limited on how much I could play with my son today um, and being sleep deprived, et cetera, from, um, from bad sleep. It just, yeah, it, it makes an effect. So using this uh, pain to find pleasure in the sense of all the other times where I've been healthy and able. So chuck your gratitude into the chat. I like to start every morning with some gratitude it was a bit of a negative aspect towards gratitude, but still, nonetheless, finding it because, like I said, I don't like being sore. <laughs> Grateful for the rain we are getting in the Quenzel, BC area. Yeah, I um, it's meant to be middle of summer here, and as you can tell, I'm in, a, I'm in a jumper and some long pants, and it's meant to be raining today, which is outrageous. This doesn't happen in the middle of summer, but um, the weather this year has been 
mayhem for everyone. So it seems like we're getting some some rain in all parts, but I know you've had fires over there, so it, it comes blessed really, doesn't it? All right, today <clears throat> I want to get into a topic this week um, relative to something that's kind of come up in conversation in some of our trading calls, but it's kind of to do with the time frame of successful traders. Now, I've heard lots of people say, how long till I become successful? How long till I make X amount of dollars? How long until I can quit my job? <clears throat> All questions that get asked, um, you know, when you start out on, on this kind of journey, especially because when you hear about it, some people over fantasize it in the sense that, you know, come in here, learn to trade three months and you'll be financially free millionaire with without a care in the world. Especially if you come through, I know network marketing, not to rag on network marketing, I actually really like it. I think it's a really, really good industry to get into. But sometimes uh, these success stories or the 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 fantasies get glorified very, very much. So <clears throat> often people come to me, Jay, how long is it going to take me home? You know, how long till I can have this amount of money? And while these are all valid questions, like it totally makes sense to have that curiosity. <clears throat> I think this mindset straight off the bat is going to be something that affects us quite a lot. Now, there's two answers to this. One, how long is it going to take you is 100% dependent on you. And two, how long till I get X amount of dollars? Well, this is a very limiting mindset straight off the bat because this means that you are only in this for a finite reason to get X amount of dollars. And once you get X amount of dollars, what are you going to do then? So if you've been asking yourself these questions and it's not a bad thing at all if you are. I just want you to acknowledge this and and look at it and be aware of the kind of questions you're asking because these are setting the expectations for what you want out of trading. Think about it. If I say to you, one year and you'll have this amount of money, what happens when you get to a year? We have two options. One, you've made that amount of money and you're feeling great. Two, you haven't quite get, got there and you're disappointed and you negate all the progress you've made because you haven't reached this exact dollar amount that you want. Or three, <clears throat> As you get closer to that year, you think it's going to be impossible to actually hit that limit from where you are. And so the gap becomes kind of larger and larger the closer you get to this one-year mark. And this deters all your behaviors to, to negative or I'm not here yet, I'm not there yet, blah, 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 blah. So putting a time limit on it is really, I think, not much. There's not much of a positive outcome in the game of you will be have this money by this amount or by this date. Also, because to be completely honest with you, it's 100% independent on your current mindset, your attitude, and your time put into the craft as well. So person A might come along and they might think they're working extremely hard, which is finding 45 minutes every day after work to get into it, right? The next person, I feel like I said person B there, but anyway, person A comes half an hour after work every day. feels like they're working extremely hard at achieving this goal. The next person is in a different situation. They maybe don't have a job. So they're working 10 hours a day every day, um, Monday through Sunday, without any breaks, just really, really going at this, trying to learn at 100%. These two people both feel like they're working hard relative to their own behaviors. And it's clear that one's going to progress faster than the other just because of the amount of time and effort and energy they're putting into it. Now, not only that, but um, the tasks and barriers and limitations that each individual person has is so independent. You know, you might have come from a very wealthy family who 
doesn't really have much of a worry about money. And so therefore, you don't come from a place of need or desperation when you're trading. This can be beneficial in, in, in a lot of areas. Whereas the other person may come from a broke family scarcity mindset and have these kind of limiting behaviors and beliefs that they need to work through. And I'm sure you've heard the saying, comparisons are thief of all joy, you know, comparing someone who's been in the stock market and who's been an entrepreneur in business for 15 years coming in and starting compared to a 20 year old who's just come out of high school, only had a job at Macca's and still wants to learn this. Their learning rates, their ability to know themselves, their understanding of certain situations and economic backgrounds are going to be completely different as well. <clears throat> so even if they do each an hour a day, I can guarantee that the person who's had years of experience in business and entrepreneurship is probably going to have some some things in his back pocket or her back pocket that are going to help progress them far, further, faster. Okay, so really comparing yourself to other people's journeys, comparing yourself to a certain time limit set, time limit set by, you know, a cohort is very detrimental to your progress. And so I want you to take a step back, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but you know, your only competition is you. The only person that you should be competing against is you. What was I trading like last month? What was I trading like this month? What was I trading like last year? What am I trading like this year? What lessons have I learned? What lessons do I still need to learn? All these things are going to help you progress faster than comparing yourself to the person who's made a million dollars in a year or the person who's <clears throat> on their 10th year and still can't figure it out. Right? Every single person is different. But <clears throat> what is a couple of things that we can be relative throughout? So one thing that we can look at as a collective for people learning to trade is, and this is the same with success in most areas, I believe, is that it really is a game of attrition. Every single person's going to have their breaking point. Every single person is going to have a point where they go, nope, I failed one too many times, I'm done. And I think this comes from a few different aspects. One, thinking that failure is is a negative aspect. Failure should is something you should fall in love with. Failure is the fastest way to success. I think it's Einstein said, you know, I've, I've never got it wrong. I've just found a thousand ways it doesn't work. I've never failed. I just found a thousand ways it doesn't work. Something along those lines. Please don't quote me directly. Um, but this is so powerful because every time you fail, you're just finding ways that you can better yourself. Every time you do a funded account challenge and you don't pass, you grow a little bit, you learn a little bit, you can analyze a little bit. And this is the key here is to keep analyzing and learning and, and being self-aware of each, each failure. But the game of attrition is really just a matter of who's got the more, most grit, who's got the ability to get back up the most times. And you find that everyone in the 1% of any industry are those who have just gotten up one more time than the person next to them. Are those who have gone, you know what? <clears throat> My why is big enough. My pain of being in the place that I am is actually greater than the fear of the unknown of what, if I, what happens if I keep going. And I think all these aspects are really important. And this is why I talk about knowing your why. Knowing your why is going to help you in those hard times. Playing the infinite game is going to help you. If you have that finite level of like, I want to make X dollars by X date, then you're going to be limited and bound by those beliefs. If you play the game of, I want to continue to do this every single day and get better and better each and every single day, you will go to an unlimited amount. Okay? So all the aspects that we talk about on this podcast are really just different areas in which we need to build up a repertoire, I guess, of 
skills, of interests, of ways to keep ourselves passionate and interested during the hard times. So when you have that soul-crushing trade or when you get on a fuck it Friday and you've traded 17 trades and you're like, why did I just get rid of my entire two weeks worth of work? These are the moments where you, you need to have that why. You need to have that desire that's going to keep you going and go, you know what? The end result of this is going to be better. The, the life that I want, if I keep pushing, is going to be worth it. And some people will be, will have this much stronger than others, and so they'll be able to push through. Some people may have a comfortable situation, and so therefore going back to that comfortable situation is much easier. Maybe that they, they haven't seen the vision far enough forward to what this really truly can provide, and therefore it's much easier to give up. And I've seen so many people come through with a head full of steam, ready to go at it, and then they take a, two or three losses or they blow an account, and straight away it's, this is a scam, I'm done, this is bullshit, I'm never going to get it. And it's just unfortunate because that's just an attitude problem that a lot of people um, coming into this have because they want that get rich quick scheme. They want that um, instant gratification. They want that unrealistic kind of dream of million rags to riches in, in a couple of months. So I think being realistic with ourselves is really going to benefit us a lot. And now the thing I want to d dive into a little bit here is I spoke about the why and this why comes, you know, it can come in many different levels, but having the why, understanding the difference between finite and infinite gameplay and playing the infinite game with a desire and passion that's so strong that it doesn't matter if you're failing and finding that intrinsic motivation. And so we speak a bit about extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. And these are all pieces of the recipe that when you have them all together, you become really unstoppable. And, I'm going to dive into the idea of a bit more, a bit, I'm going to dive into the concepts of intrinsic motivation a little bit deeper here because we have spoken about extrinsic and intrinsic, but there's a book called the art of impossible. Now I haven't read this book, but I have recent, listened to a few podcasts on it and I've read some synopsis and I've done some research on it. I do want to read it. I just don't have a copy yet and can't find an audio version. I haven't tried too hard, but um, I really want to read this book, but the idea here is it's talking about flow state and getting into peak performance and understanding the neuroscience behind what's happening in our brain when we get into these peak performance stages and how we can really excel our learning and stuff like this. Now, in the book, and I've read this other places as well, they kind of talk about five sort of stages of intrinsic motivation. And you can find, if you have one of these, you're going to have that intrinsic motivation and they layer on top of each other and you can end up getting to a place where, you know, you really are. Um, well, the, the fifth pillar is mastery. So you really are at a mastery level state where you just want to master a skill so badly. It, it's so ingrained in you that you always can find the motivation to keep going, keep learning and keep keep progressing. So the first phase of this is curiosity. I want you to think about the first time you heard about trading. Maybe you a friend showed you a few trades. Maybe you heard the success story of Teresa, for example. Maybe you came through network marketing. Um, maybe you got handed down the the idea through family. But when you first came into to trading, what was it like? I'm sure the idea that gets presented at the start, you know, learn this, have a way of making infinite money from just a few hours of work every morning, like that is very curious. That that piques my curiosity for sure. Chuck some ones in the chat if you kind of had a similar level of curiosity where you were like, oh, yeah, I need to learn more. I, I want to know more about this because this is interesting as hell, right? Ones, 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 exactly. So this curiosity, this is that intrin that first pillar of intrinsic motivation. Think about when you were in this state. 
you didn't really care what other people thought about it. Like you were maybe in your research stage, you weren't telling people about it. You weren't um, doing much other than like, okay, let, let me look more into this. I, I want to know, like, what can I research? Maybe you went to YouTube university. Maybe you were um, <clears throat> asking friends like, Hey, have you heard of this Forex trading thing? Or have you heard of this? Because you're super curious. And what happens? You're finding energy and motivation to go and search these things, right? You, you want to learn more. You're like, Oh my God, someone tell me more. And you're out there searching, hunting. You want to know as much as you can. This is that first level of intrinsic motivation. And I think everyone who's, well, most people who are in trading now have been through this stage. But I think once that curiosity wears off and you start to know a little bit more about it, lots of people will fade away. The intrinsic motivation will dissipate into maybe extrinsic motivation when they're looking at it for like, oh, I want this amount of money. So that's my motivation to keep going. And then the money motivator can die very quickly because, you know, what do you do with that money? That's the real reason. The next pillar is passion. So once you've done your curiosity and you're like, oh, okay. I like this, you know, this, this ticks my boxes, this sparks something up inside me. Like the idea here to, to do what I can do, I want to really delve into this. I want to learn this. I want to, I want to go that step further. And that's kind of that passion phase, you know, when you found something that you, you're curious about and it's really interested you to a point where you want to learn more and you're going to put in time and you're like, okay, I'm dedicating time and effort to this because I really want to, want to see where this takes me. And I think Lots of people can relate to this level um, and lots of people have that kind of level of passion to some extent. But for some people, it dies off a lot quicker than for others. And I think the transition between from passion to purpose, which is the, the third pillar, is one of the hardest transitions. Okay, So lots of people going from passion and trying to find a purpose on what they're doing is a really hard transition. And I'm going to dive into this one a little bit deeper, um, maybe in another episode, because I think that's what a lot of... Um, you know, the art of impossible is about and trying to teach people how to go from that passion to that purpose so they can then move on to the other pillars. So purpose being the third pillar. Once you've got something that you like and you can find a purpose to keep doing it, something bigger than yourself. I, I find purpose to be something that's more than just you, you know, finding the ability to help others, finding, you know, once I make this amount of dollars, what am I going to do with that? Because that is now What's going to, that, that's my purpose. My, maybe my purpose is to build an orphanage in Kenya, um, but you need the funds to do that. And so you're going to learn how to do trading so that you can fund that, that thing. And your purpose is to help orphans, but now you've got a vehicle to get you there. And this is going to be that intrinsic motivation in a sense of like, my purpose is something bigger than this. And I need this step in order to fulfill that purpose. And you'll find a way to keep pushing when you've got that bigger purpose. The next is autonomy. And I think with trading, autonomy is a very, very big aspect because once you learn trading and you really get to that level of like, okay, I know this now, you become somewhat limitless in the sense of you can earn as much as you like. You can grow your account as much as you like. You can work as little as you like. You can work from anywhere you like. You become very, very autonomous. And so I think for trading, this kind of, this pillar of intrinsic motivation can be very strong. However, some people can't see that. I think when you first start, when you're in the, the early stages, it's really hard to have that level of clarity in, in what this can provide. And I think it's really important that you know this is kind of ingrained into your why. For me, I love trading. My wife lives, well, we live in Stuttgart, um, but my family is in Perth. And so that freedom to travel back and forth whenever I want without having to worry about money and plane tickets and work and all this sort of stuff, that is huge in part, as part of my purpose. My intrinsic motivation comes strongly from the ability that I want my son to be able to see both of his families 
which are opposite sides of the world. On my vision board here, I have a map of the world and I have a plane leaving Germany, landing in Perth, and I just want that freedom to travel back and forth between it. That, that, that's that autonomy of this um, fourth level of intrinsic motivation. And you can see how these kind of ba balance on top of each other. So you go from curiosity, then you find the passion with it, and then you find a purpose within that. And this can then be held on to and create autonomy. And so they kind of build on, build on, build on. And once you can find all these levels of that intrinsic motivation, then failing becomes almost nothing. You're like, yeah, yeah, okay. I failed this time, but who cares? That's a blip. Uh, look at all these things that I've got going for me. Look how passionate I am. Look how much purpose this can provide. Look how autonomous this makes me. And then the fifth level, the fifth level is mastery. The fifth level, once you get to this level of, I have found something that I'm really good at and I really want to become a master. I want to be able to teach people. I want to be able to, you know, teaching can be a purpose. I want to be able to be, one, you know, one of the very best at this and become completely autonomous. I'm so passionate about it that I want to keep learning and keep going and, and keep growing and keep building. <clears throat> and curiosity becomes what's next. What's the next level? I've become this far. What's next? How can I keep going? So you have all five pillars here. And when you get to this kind of level of mastery, it just becomes part of who you are, I believe. Um, it becomes part of your everyday and your life kind of starts to, you know, can can revolve around this motivation and this desire. And I'm sure you've heard the saying, if you find something you're passionate about or you find something you love, you never work a day in your life. And I think when you get to this mastery level, think about all the people you look up to or you learn from, people who may be in business, like Tom Bilyeu, I really like listening to. He's kind of gotten to that mastery level in business and he's doing his lovely podcast and he's still got so much to grow. But he's at a level now where that is who he is and everyone can look up to him in, in that aspect. So these are kind of the five pillars of that intrinsic motivation. And I really encourage you to understand that success, especially in trading um, and in many, many other things, does come down to this attrition. Are, are you willing to continue on when most people aren't? Are you willing to get back up that one extra time? Are you willing to learn that one more lesson? Are you willing to do the thing that most people aren't? Are you willing to keep going? Because the result in the end is incredible. Like ask any seven figure trader how much they love their life of, of freedom and autonomy and ability to kind of do whatever they want. It really does create an incredible life. So you have to realize, okay, what is, what am I willing to sacrifice? What am I willing to do in order to get to that level? And some of you will find that maybe you don't have the ability to keep going. Maybe the desire isn't there enough. Maybe you don't have the passion, but I hope that you can find ways to self-assess and then refine that passion, refine that desire. And seven levels deep, that why exercise, you know, find something that's bigger than you. You, When you do the seven levels deep exercise for finding your why, often you can find a purpose level from there. And so you can get through curiosity, you can get through passion, you can find a, a real purpose to your life. And this can create that intrinsic motivation, right? You can find a purpose which outlasts you. And so Alex, Alex Hamozi speaks about this. And I really love this idea that a real motivator and purpose in life or a real, real strong why is to create something that lives outlives you. And if you can find something that outlives you, then there's no end game in mind. Then there is only infinite gameplay. Then there is only doing the process over and over again. And you can fall in love with doing that process, which makes it very easy to keep getting up. If you just fall in love with doing the process, even when it doesn't go to plan, you're like, okay, well, that was just another day. I, I love 
doing this and I love seeing the results and I love finding the failures and, and continuing on. So let's find another one. Let's find another one. Let's find another one. And you keep going and looking for ways to improve and grow and continue the process. And if you can do this, you have your intrinsic motivation, you have infinite style gameplay, you have your why, you have a lot of motivation and you have a lot of determination. Okay. So I hope this makes sense. I really want people who I see so many statistics, like 95% of people fail and lose money to, yeah, that's because lots of people come in and quit really easily. But it's all about the game of attrition. Are you willing to keep going? And keeping going is very easy if you can find your why. It's very easy if you can see the bigger picture. It's very easy if you can understand the autonomy that comes with learning this skill. And so while you might have hard days, while you might have days where you're banging your head against the wall going, shit, I'm never going to get this. Why am I even trying? I've been there, don't worry. <laughs> Understand that those times pass, but you never fail at trading until you've quit. You've never really lost any money until you've quit. All the money that I've currently lost towards trading, I see as drawdown in my overall trading career. It's not money that I've lost unless I quit. And then it's at the markets and I'm never going to be getting it back. So shift your perspective. Understand that this game does have a lot to do with attrition and Lots of people come in with false hopes, let's say, and quit far too early without putting the dedication in because their current position is more comfortable, of comfortability is more important to them than the fear of unknown. They're terrified of the unknown. They're terrified of trying again and again. And so it just leads people to kind of pitter out and flutter off into another statistic of the charts okay don't be that person find your why find your importance find your passion and um let's all become that seven figure trader that we want to become okay i hope that made some sense um the intrinsic motivation is something that i'm really passionate about because that is that limitless key if you can become motivated from only internal reasoning and fall in love with the process, then this doesn't become difficult anymore. It just becomes a joyful part of your life. Um, so it's really important to try and find that. Okay, do you have any questions coming to the chat? Um, I did get on a bit of a rant there, so I didn't really have much time to engage with you guys today. But just know that if you can keep going, the rewards definitely outweigh the struggles that you've got at the moment. Okay. There's no questions. We're going to jump on over to the trading call. Um, make sure that you have your trading journal out. Make sure that... Oh, here's mine. Make sure that you have it ready to write in. Make sure that you've read through it. For those of you that have this particular journal, make sure that you've done your mindset um, debrief. Make sure that you've done your brain warm-up. Make sure that you've read your trading plan and that you're in the right state of mind to be trading. Okay? So to most of us here on the trading call, um, let's have a great day trading. And to those listening on the podcast, I shall speak to you again soon. Bye.